Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen podcast. My name is John Abraham. Merry Gleepness! This <laughs> is episode 13 of the Versecast, and today, you know how many shopping days there are left until Christmas, John? How many? Only three. Dang. Yeah, and that's if you go back out tonight, so... Um, but it's Monday. It's Monday the 22nd, 2014, and we are rapidly approaching the end of the year. So, um, happy holidays to everybody. Okay? For sure. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, well, since uh, last week, uh, we've got a few new members, two new members, uh, uh, to be precise, to the Those Guys With Ships um Star Citizen Organization, we would like to welcome Zen Kai, who joined us on Wednesday, and he put us over uh, into double digits. Our mem- membership, he put us uh, into double digits, so I'm thinking next stop, uh, one million members. Pretty so, much. Yeah, so thank you, Zen Kai. We appreciate you uh, getting us over the hump there. And then later in the week, um, a- I'm, I'm going to just pronounce it ADT, It's because uh, it's spelled ADT. Um, he also joined us, and uh, we want to welcome him as well. So, welcome both of you, and we look forward to playing with you in Arena Commander version 1.0. Oh, yeah, and I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, well, we're gonna cover this a little bit more in the news, I think. But um, with the site redesign, mm-hmm. uh, when you click on my RSI, there's a little contacts tab. Um, so you can kind of add like friends. Yes. Now. Yes. So I added uh, you and Caleb on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you guys want to add me, I'm uh, the only Jonto on there. So just search for me, and then we can follow each other and stuff. Yeah, I added everybody in our org, and uh, would be happy to add anybody else that uh, wants to be my friend. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, definitely check that out. Um. And uh, we have also another new member uh, joining us on the Heroes Tavern website. So uh, it's The Mount, who I believe was the first person to join uh, our organization uh, after we started doing the podcasts. And so he's made it over to Heroes Tavern and has joined us there. So we want to acknowledge that and welcome him uh, to our gaming community there at the Heroes Tavern. Um, Gosh, you would think I would have that website memorized. Um, is it heroestavern.com? Yeah. All right. Well, go there and, and join us. Uh, we'd be happy to have you there. Post in the forums. Um, have fun. All right. Um, oh, and one last uh, thing on the uh, social media front. Uh, we did get some Twitter love, again, from Dr. Flux and from Star Citizen News. So we want to uh, thank uh, those folks for uh, helping us out again and then uh, some new love from uh, priest 19843 tabascoid and kick sc so uh, thank you uh, guys and or gals uh, we uh, we do appreciate you um, favoriting and uh, retweeting us when we uh, put stuff out um and this is going to be our last show of the year, so we plan to be back on the 12th of January, so that'll be, um, well, we'll be recording three weeks uh, from, I guess that's three weeks from today, 
And uh, during the interim, I'm going to, among other things, work on updating our intro and outro music. So I want to preemptively send a big shout out to Ronald Jenkins, a uh, recording artist who gave us the go-ahead to use his music in the show. Uh, you may have heard, if you were a Star Citizen enthusiast or an enthusiast of other Star Citizen podcasts, you may have heard his songs on the Guard Frequency podcast. And you can find him at ronaldjenkies.com, and that's spelled R-O-N-A-L-D-J-E-N-K-E-E-S.com. His new album is Alphanumeric. Check it out, listen to it, love it, buy it. That's what I did. So we want to give uh, show him some love for... Uh, for allowing us to, or giving us permission to use his music, which we will be doing uh, beginning in the new year. Yeah, I don't know if the Guard Frequency intro is his. I, I'm assuming it is. Um... It's not on this, uh, those songs, the two songs uh, that they go with are not on the new album, but I believe I've heard both of them, for sure the outro music on a previous album of his. Okay. Yeah. Well, their intro is fantastic. Like, I get a little bit of a shiver, you know, like, stay on the guard frequency. It's like, it's pretty awesome. It is. It is. It's it's very exciting and why we're all here. So Yeah. Uh, so some, some love to guard frequency, too. They, they do a lot of really cool stuff with, they do skits and scripted um, little vignettes that are uh, very funny and very entertaining. So um, Yep, they have a great show over there. And if, um, if you check them out, they did a best of, because I think they just passed a year of doing their show, and they did a best of this last week where every day they posted uh, something recapping from the previous year. So they had a series of skits that they were doing. They, one day they posted all of those, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So uh, check, check them out, uh, follow them, uh, uh, give them a little love too. So. All right. Well, um, since last time, I think the big thing we were looking forward to was the live stream event, which happened on Friday. Did you uh, get a chance to watch any of that, John? I did not. Mm, I I watched it. I was sort of in and out at work uh, watching it on my phone, um, so I didn't get to see uh, the entire thing. And it's four hours long, so um, I, um, you know, what with holidays and holiday shopping and parties and get-togethers and whatnot. Um, I've not had uh, an opportunity to go through the entire thing, but I will do that before we uh, broadcast again in January because what I did here um, leads me to believe that there's a lot of really good information about what's coming up and um, how it's all going to fit together. Uh, generally, in gen or kind of in general, the, the structure of the stream was um, they opened with a, a, a brief demo of arena commander the new arena commander then they visited with each of the external offices um, and got an update of what they're working on and you know sort of you know you know thanks for all the hard work this year so it was it was a it was a celebration and it was also very informational too so I uh, definitely want to go back and glean uh, all the the nuggets out of that um, and then they ended it up with a, um, a dogfight uh, between um, Sandy Gardner and Ben Lesnick, which uh, was pretty funny. Um, oh, who won? Uh, ben, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was not much of a competition. Uh, so, oh, yeah, but uh, but but uh, Sandy uh, Sandy did win the trash talking competition. So there, <laughs> there's. That. I'm sure Sandy could probably destroy both of us. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> So, um, uh, yeah, that's uh, um, 
we did, like I say, at the beginning of it, we did get to see the new lobby system, which is, uh, I think, the thing that we've most been looking forward to in uh, uh, version 1.0. Uh, and how they demonstrated that was Chris and uh, some of the LA staff uh, took on uh, his brother. I think his brother's name is Aaron, right? It, I can't remember. I think it's Aaron Roberts, and I apologize. I should know that. Um, but Aaron and some of his staff in the UK, and they did um, a, a dog fight, and uh, it was uh, it was a bit buggy, you know. I mean, I really got to hand it to them. They they just showed it off. They showed you know how it's working, and and uh, it was not. They weren't trying to to hide any of the blemishes, you know. They just they mm-hmm. they worked through the issues, and they were able to connect, and they. Um, they did a little bit of fighting, and uh, of course, uh, uh, Chris, because he is the man, uh, dominated all <laughs> in his Avenger. He was flying one of the uh, the new Avengers that became available. Ooh. Yeah, so that's a, a pretty cool ship. Um, and his his brother just recently joined, didn't he? Uh, you know, I don't know. He was uh, there at uh, CitizenCon. He was featured pretty. Um, Prominently at CitizenCon, but it it could be, it could be that he hasn't been with us since the beginning. That would be something to look up uh, for next time. Um, and I don't know if he had any involvement in Wing Commander or any of the other stuff that Chris has done in the past. But uh, he um, uh, he's running the the office over there in the UK is is my sense of it. And so that was it was it was fun. It's fun to see them. Is uh, that the Squadron Forty Two? Yes, yes, the Squadron. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I there's so many. It seems like there's so many studios now. I don't know if there's like multiple in the UK or what. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about physical locations over there, but I think I think that they're the. I think it's in Manchester. I think the Manchester office is. Um, they're spearheading the Squadron Forty Two stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I know for sure. I don't know if they're the only ones working on it. I think that they get uh, content. They share content across the the different offices. I've heard I've yeah. heard that said before. So um, yeah, because they a lot of the the main studio or whatever <laughs> uses stuff from them all the time. Yeah, because they're working on stuff that they need for for other stuff it's like it all spills over kind of yeah got it it must be just a, a nightmare to manage all of that so yeah you would think so yeah. I, I think chris basically just has to like fly around to each one like every other day i think he's on the road quite a bit um but you remember when we talked a, a few weeks ago about the departure of um uh, the wingman um yeah that was uh i think part of the reason why he had to or he decided to to leave was because he was not going to be able to maintain a residence in austin that uh chris ne- really needed to centralize his managers in los angeles so that um he wouldn't have to be you know traveling as much although i, I think he's still on the road quite a bit so, yeah so um, and in one of the updates, I thought one of the, the cooler things that I did uh, get a peek at was the update from Turbulent, who I believe are the folks that are responsible for the website um, and for managing that. And I think that they have, um, they're also helping with uh, the lobby system to some extent. I mean, some of the, the back, the not back office, but the background um, server side uh, um, stuff that's uh, working it has hooks into the game client, I guess is what I'm trying to say. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they demoed, and it was kind of it was kind of cool because they demoed uh, a uh, galactic star map, um, which I guess is going to be uh, coming up as part of the website. And Chris had not seen it before, and he so it was like really cool to see him just kind of staring at that, going, "Oh my God, that's so cool! How come you know you didn't have this? Did you do this last night? Because when we talked yesterday, you didn't show this to me." Um, wow. Yeah, so it was pretty cool to, to, I guess maybe that was like his Christmas present, you know, here you go, boss. Yeah. But it's <laughs> um, it's a, um, a really cool, uh, it showed how the universe was laid out and how uh, uh, the difference, you could go from system to system and then, you know, you could expand a system and then see the planets and then you could go to the planet and see where uh, the landing areas were. Um, and it was it was all concept stuff. So and, and I think uh, Ben Lesnick mentioned a couple times. He said, "Okay, now all you guys that are out there recording this and are going to go through frame by frame. This is not to scale. This is not, you know, intended to be accurate relative to the actual universe. This is just a concept." <laughs> Because he said, he said there's, so you can save all the effort of going to the forums and say, yeah, well, you know, Alpha Centauri is supposed to be over here. Um, <laughs> um, but it was very, very cool. And um, I I did, I, it's, you haven't played um, Elite Dangerous yet, I don't think, but it, there is something similar in Elite Dangerous, the, the galactic map that allows you to chart your, your course going between uh, different systems and uh, uh, within systems between different planets or um, uh, space stations. Uh, this was kind of like that uh, um, as it exists in Elite Dangerous, but like on steroids. It was just it was just gorgeous, just gorgeous. Wow! And so um, I think it's going to. I think they mentioned that it's going to. Uh, it's going to be uh, on the website, and then it's also going to be uh, extended into the game and will be accessible through various systems and possibly even our Moby Glass, which I guess is sort of like an iPad or something. Um, I don't know yeah. if we're going to actually going to if we're going to wear it if it's going to be like a a, a tricorder or um, yeah I don't know. I, I have have you ever seen any concept art for the Moby Glass? I don't think so. Yeah, at I. When I heard about it at first, I was confused. I thought it was just supposed to be like a companion app mm-hmm. that you use like on your phone, like in real life. Oh, okay. But then I found out that it's an in-game thing. Huh. Um, but I think they might be working on a an app that goes along with it or something. Yeah, because there are, there are games that have that now, right? Where you can uh, do, um, uh, like, if you're a commander or something, you can like do strategy on your iPad, and it'll actually yeah. feed into the game. Yeah, they did it with like uh, Call of Duty Ghosts and um, Watch Dogs. I oh, think. Okay. I think they kind of do it with a lot of new games now, um, but most of the time they're not that great. I think the Call of Duty one, you can like actually customize your loadouts and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see a Star Citizen app so I could at least like interact with people in the in the organization or something like that. Yeah, it was like when that when that app came out for GTA Five, I was like really excited. Like I thought you would be able to like manage your stock portfolio or or 
you know something like that. But um, could you not do that? No, I, it's been oh. a, it's been a while since I played it. All you all you could do that I remember is there was like a little mini game where you uh, had to feed Chop, and if you didn't feed Chop, he oh, would yeah. he would die. You know, so you know. <laughs> In GTA V, I did like those introductory chop things where you, where it was like required, mm-hmm. and after that I didn't use chop at all. But I guess you could he could be like your pet, and you could set him on people or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I did the same. I just I went through the missions with him. You know, the one where you you had to go find uh, the guy in the box car or whatever it was. And, yeah, and then he was just hanging out at my uh, at my uh, house. You know, so yeah, yeah, that's. You can chalk that up as one of the one of the ones that didn't work so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, and speaking of the website, um, we did get in uh, in conjunction with the live stream event a new website. So, if you haven't been out to Robert Space Industries for a while, uh, go check it out. It's uh, it's really pretty. It's they've yeah they've simplified some stuff. They've um, you know for creatures of habit such as myself, they've made stuff that I go to every day much harder to find, but. Uh, you know, I will, uh, I will, I will learn new paths to where I need to go. So that's, uh, that's on me. <laughs> Honestly, the site is a little confusing. Yeah. To me, especially like the the store, mm-hmm. I have a hard time finding stuff in there all the time. But... You, you know, I get the sense that um, it hasn't been completely updated yet because I know I was looking in the pledge store how it used to break down into packages and ships. Uh, I know for sure that the ships list has not been updated with everything that's available. Yeah. So I think. Well, yesterday I think when I went to the when when I went to the pledge shop, um, it was the old website design. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, they haven't really. I don't think they've fully updated everything. I think now it looks good, but um, one of the really cool things is the homepage has this giant like animated. I don't know if it's a GIF or what, but it's just, you know, it's like a video that automatically plays. Right. For for each of the the header things that used to slide to the left or whatever. Yeah. It's just an animated thing, and it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's and if you if you are on the main page and you scroll down to the uh, below where that uh, animation is, they have they've arranged things into three. Pillars, I think they call them, um, and uh, they're. If you haven't seen those, they're they're pretty cool. Uh, the first one is just a, a kind of a, 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 a boy toy picture of Chris uh, in his spacesuit, you know. <laughs> um, but the um, let's see, I thought of you when I saw which one was it. Um, it was the community one, I think, the community powered one, yeah. Yes, if you go to that one, uh, you'll see uh, your favorite ship. But if you scroll down, it's like really, really cool. Mm, yeah, that is nice. <laughs> yeah, and then all the organizations. Have you ever looked at the organization uh, image before and tried to find us in there? No. Yeah, me too. But we're, I guess I haven't seen this before. We're supposed is to be this in old. Uh, they've talked about it before, uh, but we, we should. Uh, those guys with ships are in there somewhere. They've promised us. They said everybody's in there. All the organizations are in there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We need to find us in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's um, cool. That's that's one of those forty-five second puzzles. It's like you know, for the first thirty seconds, you're like totally into it, and then for fifteen seconds, you're sticking with it, and then it's like you know, <laughs> oh hey, look, something else to do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, check out the pillars, and um, you know what I liked about this is that I believe that this is a uh, a really good place to send uh, new potential new players. You know, friends that you have. Uh, it's like I was at a, um, a gathering on Saturday night, and uh, uh, I was asking one of the guys, I said, hey, have you seen uh, the new Star Citizen uh, trailer? And uh, they said, oh, is that that game, you know, that they've been in development forever, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, it's only been a couple of years, and, you know, it takes a long time to do these, you know, games of this scope. Uh, but, you know, hey, go check out this website, and, um, and that's, you know, that shows... You know what what it's all about, and I think it does it very very well. Yeah, this particular guy is not going to do it just because he's he's a bit of a butthead, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't want him in the game anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, I wonder if you can download the game if you have no package or anything, and just like walk around the hangar. <laughs> you know, that would be a thing to do. I mean, that wouldn't be such a bad idea. Well, I know at some point, aren't you supposed to be able to like for like real cheap like five bucks or something just be able to have a character and then you know you'll be like dumped off at uh, Dumper's Depot and you know just cruise around and you can maybe get a job and uh, you know I think the deal was for for a nominal fee you would be able to get a character but then you would have to purchase a pilot's license to actually fly a ship well since they're doing the module thing and they're charging like five bucks for each module, mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be five bucks for each one. Um, when they come out with the PU Alpha, you would think that you just charge five. They just charge five bucks again, and then you could come in and walk around like you just said. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you would need to buy a ship to actually fly or something. But I guess that's how it would work. I wonder what. Um, I guess when the FPS module comes out, it'll just be five bucks, and then you can play without buying a ship or anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna. If you're gonna have to have some sort of a starting package in order to uh, um, participate, or, or maybe they'll they'll offer a a starter package that you know doesn't include a ship. Oh, you know what? I think a game package is required. Hmm. So that would that would require you to buy at least the Aurora package that's like thirty five bucks. Hmm. Well, well, now you can get the um, they offered in conjunction with the uh, release on on Friday. Uh, there have they have twenty dollar Aurora ESs. I saw that, but they're sold out. Uh, really? Because there were still some there early this afternoon. Did they they finally sell out? Early this afternoon? I could have sworn I checked yesterday, and it said zero, and then I definitely checked today, and I'm looking at it now, and it says zero left. Oh, okay. All right, my bad. Yeah, I was, I was, I saw that, and I was like, ooh, I have somebody that wants to get into the game. That would be great. And then it's like zero left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, so I'm, I know that I've heard Chris say before that, that, that people would be able to participate in the game without having a ship, but that once... Before they could fly a ship, they would have to pay for 
a pilot's license, you know, as, as far as, like, the fiction goes, so... Oh, so they'd probably be, like, renting a ship at that point, or maybe working for somebody? Right, right. Yeah. So, um, but, it, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, with those $20 Auroras, and what did we have when they released the Retaliator? It was Auroras, but wasn't it, like, $30 or $25? I can't remember how much they... They charged for the because they used the retaliator to uh, that concept sale to finance. Well, no, it, was it the retaliator or the javelin? It might have been the javelin, uh, but they used that to finance the uh, or to, to subsidize the sale of the cheap auroras. But, yeah. But you know, doing that and then doing this this time, you know, they're showing that they want to uh, appeal to people at an even lower price point. Yeah, well, I think you can even without the sale. I think you can get into the game for like forty bucks. Yeah, which is which is pretty good for something that's not released yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and you know it's it. So you could you know for that forty bucks be able to play at release. So forty bucks for a AAA title is is a real bargain. Yeah. You know, uh, uh I don't know what. Uh, Elite Dangerous was like back in the very beginning, but when I got in, uh, it was it was still seventy five. It was actually more than the the pre order price. Uh, yeah, because they were they were they were charging you to beta test, which was kind of odd. But um, you did get to play, so that's yeah. Well, they gave you something extra, didn't they? Like a better ship or something? Uh, yes. That that to, to be fair, yeah, they did. Uh, once the uh, was it when Gamma launched, or was it when the release launched? I can't remember. Uh, but they did give you a second starter ship, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had to just go find it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, which was which was not. It wasn't difficult, but it was. Uh, it took a little searching. Yeah, it's still kind of weird that they didn't offer like a just a sixty dollar package. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So the the new website it's really really uh, pretty, I think. You know, and as soon as I figure out how to to get around without thinking too hard, um, I'm I'm guessing it's gonna be uh, I'm gonna forget all about the old one. So. Yep. Um, and uh, so like and you had mentioned the uh, the uh, gifts Contacts. or whatever they are. No, the oh. the gifts or whatever they are that are scrolling because it used to be that they would scroll across the top. It was just links that would scroll across the top, but now it's yeah animated. Um, and uh, the, in those there there are uh, a couple links to a couple of the new or the two new videos that we got in conjunction with the live stream event. the uh, The first one is for the Mustang and all the Mustang variants that went on sale um, on Friday, and it's it's pretty cool. I, have you had a chance to watch it? Which video was that? It's the one for the Mustang. It has the the kind of uh, guy that's supposed to be sort of like Elon Musk, you know, sort of the young. Uh, oh, it's the commercial. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah. So there's that one, and then there's the one that has just is still giving me uh, spine tingles. The um, uh, Imagine Star Citizen uh, <laughs> thing, which if you if you know if you're a current backer and you've got friends that are kind of like you know maybe a little interested but um, not so interested that they would seek it out send them send them this video because it 
pretty much shows everything that we are going to be doing in this game, and it's just awesome. The music is great. Um, and what Chris said in the live stream about it, because they, they premiered this at the end of the live stream, is that it was a fan, I didn't realize it was a fan trailer, and uh, I think that they had to, I don't know if the fan had in, included the um, uh, music with it, but uh, they had to license, officially license the music to use it, but they, they, they wanted so bad to, to use this trailer that they, they got that done um, in a hurry, and so it just... It, it's it's just, I just think it's really cool. You know, I get I get all you know weepy and teary eyed about it. So um, <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely check that out. And of course, I I will include a link to that in the uh, show notes. It's got all the all the stuff. It's got the FPS in there. It's got all the ships are in there. Um, it's just um, a, a big old bunch of fun. So, uh, John, you speaking of Arena Commander 1.0, uh, you have uh, downloaded it, yes? Yep. How did that go for you? Not that great. Um, I tried to patch my game like four times, yeah. and it failed every time. Mm. So there were two options. There was like patch your game and then like repatch or something like that. I don't know what the terminology was, but the first one was just to apply the new patch and the second one was to download everything over again mm -hmm. um so i had to do that the former one mm -hmm. um and it was like 18 gigabytes of stuff yeah so i did that um i think i ran it overnight or something um then i jumped in it took forever to load mm -hmm. initially um, definitely longer than I remember it taking. Uh, and then my ships weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> my ships were not in my hangar. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's sad. But my gray cat was there. So yes. Um, after I found out that the menus were all messed up, <laughs> like all of the menu items had like just a bunch of weird text. It was like some kind of code. Uh-huh. Um, like, the the end of it was part of what was actually supposed to be there, so I kind of could get my way through it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just too difficult to try to get into an Arena Commander game, and I don't even know if I could um, if I tried to interpret this coded text. Um, so I just jumped out, uh, got in my gray cat, and went up and down my elevators inside my gray cat. So. <laughs> you had your own little party. Yeah. Your own, own little hangar party. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, speaking of, I was going through the forums uh, this evening before we started recording, and I did happen to see someone talking about the uh, the weird symbols, and uh, someone suggested that in order to fix that, to go to, in the launcher, go to your uh, settings and select a different language because it's probably got English by default. So select a different language, apply it, and then go back and select English again and apply it. And that that for some people that that has worked. Oh, okay. So you might want to give that a try. Yeah, but are people having issues playing? Have you heard about that? Yes, I think a lot of people are. Oh, okay. Um, uh, me being one of them too. I my uh, 
experience was similar. I, on Friday, um, I think you shot me a text message to, and told me that it was out and I had some place I had to go, but I did manage to run home real quick and start my PC and, and kick off the download. And I got home like five hours later and it was still, you know, only like 10% done. It was, and I noticed that it would, it would download at about two megabytes uh, per second for for just a few seconds and then it would go down to about 500k and then it would turn all red and say connection lost so Aww. so i think probably you know there were a lot of people trying to all download at the same time and i think it it was a sizable patch so uh, i guess that kind of makes sense but I, I let it run overnight and in the morning it was uh it was uh, uh there and you know it just said launch so i went to launch and it did it did come up and i was able to uh see the new interface the same interface i had seen chris and his brother using uh in the live stream but nothing really seemed to work um so i um i figured that they might be uh sending out a patch later so i, I had other stuff i had to do so i just closed it out and uh, I've gone back in a couple of times since there, and, and it doesn't appear that there has been a patch, an additional patch released. And when I go in now, I don't even, I don't get that, the new interface. I just get the old interface we used to get for Arena Commander. And if I try to initiate a match, either public or private, it uh, it just stares at me, and then it it errors out and says network. Oh man, network connection lost. Yeah. So, um, but speaking of the hanger, um, uh, the uh, the one plus is that my my gray cat cart turns left again. Remember, I don't. I think I shared with uh, with you a couple weeks ago that it would only it would only turn right, which you know won't even work for NASCAR. You know, so um, uh, it <laughs> it goes left and right again, and I, I guess that was an, an issue with uh, people using a gamepad controller, and so they they seem to have fixed that. Um, so I'm able to, um, like you, I'm able to, uh, have hangar races, uh, with myself. And, uh, so that's kind of fun. Um, uh, but, uh, also like you, um, I haven't had any ships go missing, but, um, like a bunch of my flare, um, is gone. So, um, I, I still don't have any fish and, and, <laughs> and which is probably a good thing because I don't have a fish tank to put them in anymore. So if, if I had fish, they'd just be flopping on the ground. Wow! Yeah, I have two fish tanks. Dude, give me my fish tank back. <laughs> I have one with all the coral and stuff in it, and two fish. Uh-huh. And then I have another fish tank that's empty. Yeah, that's that. That was the situation that I had before. Do you have any? Uh, but there's two fish in it, you say? Yeah. Wow, you see, that's what I had before. Is I had one with coral and one that was empty, and but no fish. So, oh. but you know, to to be fair, I you know I I haven't tried switching my hanger out. I wonder if it might not be a bug just with the asteroid hanger, and that if I tried a different oh. hanger, hanger, it would yeah. be um, be different. But but I did uh, I did find my holiday wreath. Did you is your holiday wreath there? Yep. Yeah. So I got that, and it's pretty cool. Um, but uh, you know, my hollow table still doesn't work. Have you used your hollow table for swapping out uh, guns and stuff? Um, yes. Yeah, mine doesn't but work. But yeah. when I jumped into it today, uh, first my cursor wouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got it to show up somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I couldn't do anything because my ships weren't there, so. Yeah, it's, um, 
my hollow table has never worked. I mean, as far as like I would want to go take like off my M50, I wanted to take the guns off because I, you know, in a, the current um, uh, Murray Cup racing, there, there is no gun. So uh, you're supposed to be able to decrease your drag by removing the weapon. So, you know, I thought for, for giggles, that would be fun to do, but I, I, I can't seem to make it work for whatever reason. Um, and, um, and probably most distressing of all, uh, my, my mannequin is gone. <laughs> you know, the one that has my, my spacesuit on it. He's just like, Oh, he's gone. There's like, I don't think I noticed that in mine either. Yeah. He's just like, it's like he quit. You know, he just said, <laughs> said enough of this. I'm out of here. One thing I did notice is I had no eyeballs. Yee. <laughs> I, I, I went into third person and I had no eyeballs. <laughs> oh man. That's so a... I don't I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Where's the merry ho ho in that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, it's um you know, it, it was an, an ambitious uh, uh update. It was it was yeah. a mega update and uh Chris even said at the um the end of the uh, live stream he said, "Look, you know, he said you know, I know that people in the in the forums have been betting with each other whether or not they were going to get uh, Arena Commander before the end of the year, but we're pushing it out. So the, the ones that betted know you lose because we're we're putting it out there. And um, I know that some people are able to play it. Um, I haven't seen anybody that has been able to play it without some kind of bug. Um, so you know, and uh, one of the um, I was listening to Star Signal. Uh, which came out this morning, and they were talking about, they said, you know, look, if this was a patch going out to a console, then everyone, it would be working for everyone. But, you know, you're you're doing all this new functionality that's going out to all, you know, these literally thousands of different PC configurations. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, it's not unusual that you, it, it's not, you wouldn't expect that this, that something like this uh, wouldn't happen at all. You would expect some, um, uh, issues to crop up, and um, you know we've we've talked in the past. Um, I guess I'll just uh, skip right over to the topic. What I thought might be interesting to talk about um, as our topic of the week is that you know how do you feel about them pushing out something that's a little buggier than they normally do because they have in the past waited until um, everything um, is you know that they're really pleased with the, the quality of it and before putting stuff out. Well, I think it's kind of weird, especially that they released it right before the holidays. Yeah. You know, just days before. Um, I don't, I don't really know why they did it. Maybe just to say that they, they got it out before the end of the year. I well, I think that they wanted to give it to people. You know, yeah, um, but they don't have time to fix it before the end of the year. I don't think that's kind of, I think the uh, the other side of that sword is that um, for the folks that it's working, you know, hey, Merry Christmas. But for those of for those of us that it's not working, um, we may be without uh, any any playable Star Citizen until after they come back in January. And yeah, plus but, there's a bunch of developers that kind of have to think about what they have to fix when they get back to work after their holidays yeah yeah i uh, yeah I, I, that's definitely a you know it's, it's going to be less time offy for, yeah for them but 
And uh, one of the, I was looking through the uh, subscriber forums, and one uh, particular person, um, uh, his name is, uh, I can't pronounce it, Delinidus. Um, he posted, he said, you know, look, this is, this is really upsetting to me. He says, I get, you know, every year I get about a week and a half off at, at the, at the holidays and I've been collecting ships over the course of the year and I was going to be able to uh, devote a whole big bunch of time to playing with my new ships and um, you know this is this sucks he said I can't make I can't make anything work you know so basically the 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 game is broken until they do some for for him it's broken until they do something so was he upset about 1.0 being released and it being buggy or was he upset that they released it so he couldn't play the previous version with the ships he has? Um, I I don't think that I don't think that he wanted uh, them necessarily not to have released it. I think he wanted what they released to work. You know. Oh, well, that's kind of asking a lot. Yeah. No, I mean, and but I I feel I feel that you know it's like I've yeah that's true. You know, you get your your expectations and your hopes up. You know, and and it's the holiday season. I mean, you know, it's like you know you want you know you want your toys to work you know so yeah you know it's like you know getting that really cool toy um on christmas morning but you know your parents forgot to get batteries for it you know it's yeah it's i mean it kind of it's that kind of that kind of uh suckiness but so you know i i i feel his uh i feel his pain and and but also on the other side of it too um i have heard people say in the past it's like you know stop you know the people that were sort of complaining that they felt like the the uh, timeline was dragging. They said, you know, stop waiting until everything's perfect before putting it out. Give us the stuff with the blemishes. We want to see what it's going to be like. You know, we're backing, mm. we're buying these ships. You know, get them out. I don't even care if they're uh, if they haven't finished white boxing them yet. You know, put them out. We want to see what they look like. We want to fly them. You know, so I don't get that. Like, yeah. I like to see this concept stuff like in posts mm-hmm. um, on the site, but I don't really want to play something that's like unplayable. No. See, one of the interesting things that DayZ does is they have experimental servers, and you can opt into it through Steam. Mm-hmm. And then when you launch the game, you'll only see the experimental servers where they put stuff out there that is like probably pretty broken but you can still play it mm-hmm. um but then if you get into the regular servers they're less broken although still pretty broken um <laughs> <laughs> uh but that might be a cool thing for mm-hmm. them to do um i don't think they've ever mentioned that but um yeah like an opt-in thing where you can just see everything that they have done mm-hmm. um and then they could have like a stable version that everybody else uses that is pretty much guaranteed to work yeah yeah i you know i'm i got to admit i'm a little frowny faced right now just because i have been playing arena commander more the last week or so and uh you know was looking forward to uh getting into it and you know had my hopes up too for uh, 1.0 in the lobby system and uh, now it appears like it's you know i'm not going to be able to play until after the first of the year and so it's you know a little a little disappointing i mean it's like i totally understand and you know instead of playing what i'll do is i'll just go back and i'll watch the imagine trailer over and over and over, <laughs> over again and that'll make me happy but um yeah i kind of honestly with with it being called 1.0 mm-hmm. um i know it's still alpha but 
They called it 1.0, so in my mind, I was like, man, this is going to make it perfect. It's going to be like, it's just going to work perfectly on day one when they patch this. I'm going to get in there, and I'm going to start playing Arena Commander a ton. Yeah. Um, But obviously, it was wrong to think that. So we'll have to wait a little bit longer, and then hopefully it'll be... It'll be good, and then I'll start playing. Yeah, I mean, and we've talked about that before. It's like, when did we anticipate uh, sort of ramping up our Star Citizen play? And I think that we were all kind of on the same page that when 1.0 comes out, we have a lobby system and, and yeah. um, uh, you know, better ability to play with each other. Because I know we were all real excited when uh, the... Um, uh, Murray Cup Racing came out because I think there was the the private match wasn't that when the private match ability came out yeah um, was that was that Arena Commander point nine was that when that came um, I can't remember the patch number I, but I think so but anyway you know I mean so we were all kind of fired up and go this is gonna be really really cool and, and then I think we did get into one race together but um, that was that was all we could do so you know it's and like you said, I mean, it's pre-alpha still. You know, if you go by the uh, the, the Chris Roberts scale, so uh-huh. you know, I'm not, I'm I'm a little frowny face, but I'm not butt hurt. You know, so yeah, it's um, and it, it's you know, it, it's all good. And when they get back, you know, they'll fix it. And it's not like I'm so crazy busy right now with work and everything. You know, in the holidays and everything, it's just I don't. You know, uh, and there's a lot of other stuff to play right now. Yeah, so there's it's not. Uh, so I just want to acknowledge both sides of it, you know, it's uh, or both sides of all of it, because you know we got this the guy in the forums here who's like, you know, look, I have my vacation coming up, and I was really looking forward to doing this, and now I can't, you know. Yeah, there are a lot of I think there are a ton of people that this is like the only game they're looking forward to, yeah. like at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Know. So and you know then there are also the people that are saying, you know, hey, I'm glad it came out, you know, when it did, because that just means that, you know, they're gonna patch it and, and we'll have it sooner. I mean, if they had waited until it was all done before putting it out, we may not have gotten anything until March or April. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you can see both sides of it. So it's, um, you know, I think it's just sort of the uh, the bittersweet of, um, of uh, alpha testing or even pre-alpha testing a game. So, but... Um, so, uh, you know, we should actually talk about what was included or what was supposed to be included. Um, uh, in the patch, uh, we've got a, a whole bunch more ships. So we've got um, all the Aurora variants are there, all the Mustang variants are there, uh, all the 300 variants, all the Hornets, um, and then the base models of the Cutlass and the Avenger. They're all available to fly out there. And- I saw the Scott Manley video of the Cutlass. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I think it was the Cutlass and the Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Cutlass, I guess I didn't really realize it, but those engines on the back, like, rotate yeah. as you're flying. Isn't that cool? Like, as you're changing direction. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that, um, that's... Uh, and, I, and I still haven't... Because I haven't been able to get in, I can't tell whether or not I'm going to be able to fly one of those uh, because of my Cutlass Red. Um, Caleb, I remember... I would assume they would give you just a base Cutlass to fly. I, I'm hoping that's the case. Kind of like when you had any origin ship, you got a 300i to to or yeah. a 300i trainer. Because the red is more expensive than the base. Yes, yes, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you've got nearly triple the number of flyable ships. So that that's a huge uh, um, 
increase there. So that you know that that's very very cool. And then yeah, and the first thing I did, actually, I just did it like right before the cast. Um, I upgraded my LN, my Aurora LN, to the Mustang Beta. Nice. Yeah, the Beta. Nice. Um, yeah. So as pretty much everybody knows, I'm not a huge fan of the Aurora. <laughs> Um, I do like that I have LTI on it, but now that they have offered the option to upgrade to the Mustang, I have LTI on that. Does it, so, does it show up in your hangar as still having LTI? It should. I mean... It's supposed to. It's, yeah, it's it's still the same package, it's just... Let me check right now. Yeah. Let's, let's check it out. Because in... Uh, in Reverse the Verse episode 28, they uh, they did say that uh, there would be LTI for Mustangs if you cross chassis upgraded from the from an LTI Aurora. Okay. Which is what uh, sounds like you did. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Um, in my original package, it still says it's in Aurora LN. Oh, okay. Um. But at the like at my my most recent purchase, it says cross chassis upgrade Aurora LN to Mustang Beta upgrade. So it doesn't specifically say it has LTI, but I assume it does. Um, I actually posted in the forums to try to figure this out, um, and they they told me that it would retain the LTI as long as I'm doing an upgrade like that. Yeah. Um. So I guess it kind of has to, but if it doesn't, maybe I would contact support and get my Aurora back because I do want the LTI. I've heard it in so many different places that I can't imagine that it wouldn't be the case. Yeah, I would hope so. You know, because you know, if Ben says it in reverse the verse, it's it's gospel. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, the one I kind of want is the Delta because I don't have a dog fighting ship. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the Aurora LN to the Mustang Beta is a $5 upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, then what you have to do is you have to upgrade the Beta to the Aurora CI, mm-hmm. which is 5 bucks. Mm-hmm. Then you have to upgrade that to the Mustang Gamma, which is 10 bucks. Then you have to upgrade the Gamma to the Mustang Delta, which is another 10 bucks. Uh. So it costs 30 bucks to go from the Aurora LN to the Mustang Delta, which are like the two same... Uh, they're in the same class of ship. Um, so you don't, um, you don't. There isn't a uh, an upgrade that goes directly from the beta to the uh, delta. No, hmm. not not that I know of. Hmm. Um, I think they. It seems like they only create like one path to get to a destination, hmm. and you might have to go through a bunch of upgrades to get to that place. Um, thankfully. Uh, like I said, I posted in the forums to figure this out, and um, and Dariel is the one that helped me figure this out, along with uh, Gagarin. So shout out. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, so yeah, I'm at the beta right now. Don't know if I'll go to the Delta, uh, but I'm happy I have a Mustang now. I'm looking here on the uh, Arena Commander 1.0 release. Page and we have um, it's off of the uh, that top. I don't know what we're going to call that part of the website where it 
sort of the scrolling videos um, and it does show a little schematic that uh, the the starter ship upgrade process and um, yeah I, it looks like you described it you're going from uh, an LN to a beta to a CL to an Aurora CL to a Mustang Gamma to a Mustang Delta Wow is it is it CL that's what it says See, the problem is uh, you know how a capital I and a lowercase L look exactly the same in most fonts right <laughs> I never know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and oh it has um, it has all of the the upgrade uh, or the cross chassis upgrades listed here too so oh that's right the CL is the clipper okay so. Well, it, there is a path. You can get there from here. That's the important thing. <laughs> How far can you go with that? Like, could you upgrade like all the way to an Idris using that method? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that it should be a mini game, you know. <laughs> um, so, uh, in addition to all these uh, these cool new ships, and yeah, I saw the the Scott Manley um, uh, video too, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll post a link to that in the in the notes. I, I would like to point out that, that he said uh, that he felt like this this patch was a disaster. So Ooh. He, he he tends to be a little bit more critical I think of, of Star Citizen than uh, certainly than I do because I'm you know I'm, I'm a total fanboy but um, yeah he, he said he was not um, he thought it was all cool stuff mind you but he said that it's um, it's broken so yeah, you know, and I, I can, I can. It's hard to argue, but you know, I'm, I'm going to choose to turn that frown upside down. That's what I'm doing. How can you argue with Scott Manley? You can't. You just can't. <laughs> so, um, um, and I don't, I don't know if, because uh, like I say, I'm in Central California. I don't know. He posts a lot of pictures on uh, Twitter from around uh, this area or from California, and I don't know if if he lives here or if he just travels through here a lot or or what the deal is. But you know. Someday, some if I hear that voice, if I'm at the grocery store and I hear that voice, boy, I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> his uh, his his uh, accent definitely isn't California. No, not so much, <laughs> not so much. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I I think he might be Scottish, but I'm not I'm not or of, yeah, of, of Scottish so origin, but. Um, yeah. Anyway, his stuff is always interesting. I love his videos. I mean, and he, uh, his stuff of uh, Kerbal Space Program and his stuff of Elite Dangerous too. He puts out a lot of, uh, uh, just an amazing amount of uh, of content, and it's it's all very well done. So. Um, yeah, he does mostly space games. I think so. He's a. Yeah. I think he's a science nerd. Yeah. And he's a DJ too. He's like he's like a DJ. Is he really? Yeah, he's a DJ and a science nerd, and um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting combination. Yeah. So um, the other stuff we got is like a whole bunch of, of, of upgrades, in, um, uh, including the uh, the uh, cross chassis uh, upgrades that we talked about. But um, w- uh, within the ships themselves, uh, there's a new uh, ship signature system, um, a thruster power system, and a lateral g-force system. Which um, I, I think the uh, I understand a little bit what the ship signature system does. It's it's basically allowing <clears throat> other people to see your ship either be it visually or through um, uh, infrared or electromagnetic scans so 
Um, anyway, there you know all the the cool stuff that we've kind of talked about that's coming for the game and all the, the you know the the cool gameplay scenarios we've made up out of uh, the stuff that we've gotten through a lot of the stretch goals. Uh, this is like a component of how they're going to make that actually happen. So um, that stuff's uh, uh, released with this patch, um, and then of course the the first iteration of the lobby system. And there's also in addition to the friends system that uh, you were talking about on the website there's also going to be one in the client which I haven't I don't know if you if you ever saw it there but um, if I don't know if there's if you add um, a friend in one if that friend will automatically end up in the other Do you know did you when you because you added uh, Caleb and I on the website correct yeah. Did you did you happen to see us pop up in the in the uh, game client, or when, when? Um, the menus looked like exactly the same as they were before. Okay. Okay. So you didn't uh, you didn't see us in the in the game client. No. Okay. So I you know I it would make sense that if you added somebody off of the website that it that that would translate to the game client because I mean although you know they talk about a friends list but on the website they're called contacts so I'm assuming that's the same thing as friends but you know I don't know maybe that's maybe it isn't maybe contacts is instead you know somebody that you want to uh, keep track of on the forums you know I, yeah I, I'm. It makes sense that they would call it contacts instead of friends for, you know, in fiction, mm -hmm. I guess, because, yeah, I mean, if you were actually, like, Han Solo, you wouldn't have, like, a little friends book. It would be a contacts list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, Han Solo does not have a Fab Five or a Fave Five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. It could be it could be fiction correct. So we'll have to see, you know, how that works. But it, it is, you know, and it's stated that the intention of it is is to help us find each other in the game easier. So that's um, that's what counts. So yeah. Um, and then sort of talking uh, what you were talking about with uh, Daisy, they also with this released a public test universe. Did you had you heard of this before? No. Yeah. So it's. I guess they're, what they're planning is to follow up with um, um, uh, continuing this, this process of pushing stuff out earlier, but on this test universe. So if you go, it's, this is again on the, um, the release, the Arena Commander 1.0 release page, uh, but they talk about um, that it is... Um, a new server environment that will allow us to selectively push more experiment, experimental builds of Star Citizen to players who wish to assist with the more hardcore testing of our game and to help balance systems. Oh, there we go. So now I, it says here, it says if you want to see if you're eligible, you go to your account settings and then there is a public test universe panel. Um, I'm not eligible, which uh, my, my that little link does not light up for me, so um, that made me kind of sad. But I'm wondering. Where is that? So if you go to your account, my RSI, okay. my account, um, and then settings, um, it says overview, profile, address book. Ooh, address book. I haven't seen that before. Um, oh, it's, it's my where I live. <laughs> um, um, right below address book, there is public test universe. And I wonder if 
did it say that they're actually rolling it out to people? I, you know, that I don't know, but it said to check out. It says here, um, where is it? If your account is eligible, you can start the process under account settings, my RSI settings, public test, universe panel. So I, I'm guessing this means I'm not eligible, but since you, you were practically a golden ticket holder, um, I'm wondering, I'd be surprised if you're not. I'm not. I want something special. <laughs> John, you'll always be special to us. <laughs> yeah, well, they, you know, that kind of encourages me because I think that maybe it's broken. It's, you know, that it's not, it's not set up yet. Yeah, maybe they're just not ready to roll it out yet. Yeah, so there, there's hope for me yet. When did, okay, when did the campaign start? Do you remember? Uh, it would have been in October of 2012, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, how many days after, like, the very first day I backed. I think we figured it out that it was, like, the next day. You backed, like, the next day. I have, okay, October 10th, 2012. Mm-hmm. The question is, when did it start? Oh, gosh. Um, we did talk about that because there was the that story about how the website, they were testing the website and it accidentally went live or they accidentally dropped whatever. Oh, their... here we go. The, um, the stretch goals page says campaign start um, nine. That would have been October, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's September. Septem- Is that September first, two thousand twelve? Ooh, okay. Huh. But okay. I, I they... thought the golden ticket of, had to do with the first Citizen Con, which was, um, or they, they, like they had like their kickoff party, and then Citizen Con in two thousand and thirteen was sort of a commemoration of that, and then as you know, the one this year was too. Yeah. I believe that's I how wonder it I wonder see I think they launched the site before they actually announced like the campaign or anything Well kind of the story was that they they had the site all set up and they were testing it and uh, the, the firewall went down or whatever but all of a sudden like seven people found it and joined um, and they were asking, so so who are these people that just joined? And they were, you know, folks that because I guess something got posted to Reddit that said, hey, it's it's available, you know, register now. Mm-hmm. And um, they talked about that, I think, um, in conjunction with Citizen Con of this year. Or, I think I found it originally through a site called Joystick. Yeah, that sounds familiar. You might have mentioned that. I think, yeah, I think I, I just saw the post and clicked over to the site, and I was instantly like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. So um, another th- a cool thing that came as a part of it, and, and this is especially cool for you and I because neither of us have an Aurora anymore, um, they are prototyping uh, the new heads-up display in the Aurora. So... There you oh. go. Yeah. So Great. <laughs> yeah. It was nice we, we, we got out of got out of the way of that fun bus before it came by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I am sure that'll get pushed out to um, 
um, to the other ships uh, too at some point. And we got yeah. you know a bunch of new missile missiles and um, uh, how the and it's enhanced technology about managing them. I know that there are essentially smart missiles, and you there you're able to launch lock three missiles onto one target or lock missiles onto separate targets. There's all kinds of cool stuff uh, that you're going to be able to do with that. And then um, sort of tying back in with the um, the ship signal thing that we were talking about just a moment ago, uh, there is a, a signature system for all um, all items, I guess, in the game, which is going to be sort of the basis of how stuff gets scanned. And um, then they talk about there's a you know signal. What what is a signal? What is noise? And what is the signal to noise ratio? And so basically. Uh, you know, signal is the the characteristic, the detectable characteristic of anything, and um, the natural the noise is the naturally occurring background level of signal. And then, uh, when you have um, a signal to noise ratio greater than one, then you're able to distinguish a thing from the background noise. So it sort of makes sense like that. But kind mm-hmm. of kind of I guess the point being is that this this is that complexity being added that it's going to allow um, you know sort of that that richness of of uh, a function in the game that we've been discussing up to this point. And as you mentioned um, the. Uh, you know there are people that have been playing uh, uh, version 1.0, um, including Scott Manley, and he did a. Uh, we, and there's a, a link. I think I said there's a link in uh, in the show notes to the, his video, and um, he shows all of the ships that are are, are playable, including all the the Mustangs, uh, the um, uh, Avenger, the Cutlass, uh, the Aurora, the Hornet, the Super Hornet. Oh, the Super Hornet is just gorgeous. I mean, I get, it's just. I mean, it's a monster. Yeah, I hope I hope someday they put that back on sale or allow a, a, an upgrade to that. But uh, and as I mentioned, he did um, uh, you know say that you know that the release was not very good. So uh, you know I I think it's fair to acknowledge that. But um, also uh, there was a video from uh, Nicole D'Angelo uh, where she did a quick demo within that video. She did a quick demo of the the Delta fighter. Which I thought was very cool, and um, uh, it's uh, it's there's two different kinds of guns on it, I guess. Uh, one is a um, is just sort of the uh, uh, you know projectile gun on the on the the nose, which I think is gimbaled, and then it has um, another like a rocket pod, which uh, the way she demonstrated it was very cool. It was, it was like a she said it was like a shotgun. It's, it, it plays like a shotgun, where because it's a dumb missile, but if you're able to get up close to something um, and uh, get it in your crosshairs, pretty much you can you know destroy anything with it. So you know I'm imagining it like in uh, Far Cry, you know when you get the the, the sawed-off shotgun that will you know kill hippopotamuses and stuff. So. <laughs> that's pretty cool and you know just because it is uh, the season for um, uh, consumer uh, activity um, I melted a couple more ships <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah I, I, I melted uh, I, I, I didn't have it for long but uh, um, I enjoyed it while I had it I melted my Hornet and I melted my M50 and uh, so to uh, replace those, um, I bought um, three of the Mustangs. I bought the, uh, the, the Beta, the Gamma, and the Delta. 
What? <laughs> yes. Why'd you do that? <laughs> because I, the to, straight up is because I like the cockpit. I like you, your field of view in the Mustangs is just enormous compared to mm-hmm. to the other ships, you know, and it's like especially to the uh, the M50. The M50 has a relatively small cockpit. Uh, the Aurora was not bad, except you had those bars kind of in the way. But the um, um, the uh, Mustangs, it's it's almost completely, uh, it's almost like you're floating in a bubble, you know. Wow. So um, the Mustang, the, the Gamma is uh, about 10 meters per second slower than the M50. But, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not worried about winning any races anyway. I just want to play. So... Um, that's uh, that's not going to be a, a, a problem. And uh, like I said, the uh, the video that Nicole put out, I mean, it, it she you know she showed that you you know you can use the uh, the Delta as an as an effective fighter. I mean, I'm not going to obviously I'm not going to win that battle either, especially um, because as um, Scott Manley demonstrated, you know, if you if you're a competent pilot in the uh, Super Hornet, you're going to basically win everything. So. Um, you know, at least the way that it's set up right now. And then the, um, uh, you know, I something I hadn't thought about when I got rid of my uh, uh, Aurora is that um, I didn't have a small ship with a bed in it. You know, all, all I have, uh, all I had was the, um, the Cutlass and the Redeemer, which, you know, if all I'm looking to do is go hook up with you a few star systems away um, on your Connie, uh, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, park my redeemer at the public lot you know i you know so it's i think it's useful to have a um a small ship where you can actually log off you know yeah from so and you know and i like the way they look too so that's oh so they do have a bed yes oh yeah the um the uh, the beta has um a bed and a toilet and um uh, like a, a sink <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow. It, yeah, it's actually it, it's kind of weird because you look at it from the outside and it's like, well, where where did they put all that stuff? Yeah. It's kind of like a TARDIS, you know, and it is blue, so there you go. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I didn't expect that actually, and I I guess I didn't even think of it because the Aurora does have a bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's which I guess is the you know the the only way to save your game is to actually you know. Um, Either I guess either dock someplace or sleep in your ship. So, um, but anyway, so that was um, you know I, I got all fired up by the uh, those two videos and uh, decided you know and you know after after all that melting and buying I still have fifty bucks left over. So I mean I thought oh, wow. that was a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. You know, I mean I went from two ships to three ships and having an, an additional fifty bucks for uh, whenever the next thing I absolutely have to have comes along. So, nice. Yeah. So. All right. Well, um, I think we've pretty much uh, covered uh, everything we wanted to talk about. Uh, 1.0. I, I, you know, when it gets patched and we're able to um, actually play it, I think there's going to be a lot more to discuss. I mean, we're still kind of flying blind. <laughs> you get it. You get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so once we actually get some uh, some seat time uh, with all the new stuff, I think we'll be able to talk about this a whole lot more. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, until that time, uh, what do you, what have you been playing, and what are you going to play? Um, actually, today, after I booted up Star Citizen and things weren't working, mm-hmm. um, 
I realized that since I got my GTX 980, mm-hmm. I haven't tried Crisis. Oh. Three specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I booted that up, turned up everything to max, and it runs perfectly. Oh, like nice. no frame drops at all. Awesome. It was amazing, and like that game just looks so good. And it seems like Star Citizen is going to be pushing Cry Engine even harder. So I can't even imagine how Star Citizen is going to look. I, I mean, it already looks great, but um, I think there's a lot of stuff they haven't implemented yet. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things is there's no anti-aliasing mm-hmm. yet. Right. So, and that's kind of a big thing for me. Yes. Um, but yeah, Crisis 3 ran great on my 980, and it looked fantastic. So... Yes. <laughs> cool. Have you have you been playing any more WoW? I have. Yeah, I play WoW like every day. <laughs> and how's that going? Pretty good. Um, I hit ninety on. I think it was Friday. Cool. Yeah, Welcome. Friday. So, and then I hit ninety two last night. Um, oh. so eight more levels till I get to max level. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm in Draenor right now. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's pretty fun. Um, what I'm actually trying to do is I'm trying to get a certain mount before it's goes away on mm-hmm. January 6th. Oh, okay. Um, it's called the Core Hound, and it's exclusive for the uh, WoW 10-year anniversary. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I have to hit a level a 100. And then I have to get a bunch of gear so that my average gear rating is 500 or something like that. I don't know all of the technicalities because I'm still pretty new to it, even though I put in like 120 hours or something. Oh my god. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, even even at that point, I, there's still so much I don't know just because it is like a 10-year-old game. So <laughs> yeah. there's so much stuff. Um but yeah, so that's what I'm working for right now, and I'm still enjoying it. So. Well, good, good deal. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, um, I have. Uh, thank you. I have, um, as I mentioned, I had been playing Arena Commander and was uh, was enjoying it quite a bit. So, um, looking forward to getting back into that. And um, I did start to make some progress in Elite Dangerous. So. Oh. Um, you know, I, I uh, figured out a couple of uh, somewhat profitable trade runs and, and uh, ground on that for a little bit and um, ended up, uh, was going to uh, um, uh, make another run and loaded my, my cargo hold with um, the most expensive stuff I could find and I found a market where I could go sell it and make a, a whole, what for me would have been a whole bunch of money and then I decided it would be an excellent time to accidentally hit the um, the the um, the uh, boost and run into the side of the station and destroy myself. So, oh no! Yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> I'm back to ground zero. So that's uh, that happened a couple days ago, and I, I I walked away from the PC. You know, I, I, there was no nerd rage. You know, I walked outside and stood in the middle of the street and screamed at the sky, and then <laughs> <laughs> came back in and uh, did the dishes or something like that. So, but anyway, so what happens when you die in that game? Well, you lose all your stuff, you know, like if your ship gets destroyed. Do you destroyed, lo- lose your ship? 
No, no. Uh, okay. You know, that's a good question. I don't know what happens if you have a non-starter ship that gets destroyed. That's a good question. Mm. I don't know, but I was in my um, starter ship, and uh, I had, like I said, I had a um, full cargo bay, and uh, I forget what it was. It was like some technological component or something, but I had spent every single penny I had to... Uh, um, uh, buy the cargo and enough fuel to get me to where I was going to go sell it, and then uh, oh man, thought I thought I would be a fancy guy and just boost right out of the station, and instead ran into the side. So it, it blowed up real good, though. It blowed up real pretty. Went <laughs> and all my all my stuff went floating away. So anyway, oh man, yeah. So that's um, I'll probably uh, get back into that. Although it's um, coming up here pretty quick on the. Uh, the uh, holiday uh, family visitation road trip madness. So mm-hmm. uh, my playing time might be curtailed a bit. Yeah. So, but it's all good. All good. Do you know how many ships there are in that game? I think like a dozen or so. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, there, there are there are plenty. Um, so are there like some big ones, or are they all just kind of? the same size there are some big ones i don't know if there's anything that you would call a capital ship i mean it's kind of weird because you know i think if we talked about before you can't um there's no multiplayer ships you you know no matter how big the ship is it's just you yeah and you can't uh get up and walk around inside of it you can you're Mm -hmm. you're welded to the uh, pilot's uh, chair so yeah um but there are there are ships that cost i think think more than a million credits and you start out with a thousand credits and i was up to like 25 or thirty thousand credits is all so mm-hmm. um you know it takes a it takes a while although i think you know obviously as you as you you get ships that have larger holds you're able to to make more money in each run but you know so yeah i it's and uh, it appears to be working pretty well you know there um there aren't any major bugs that i've noticed there were i think i mentioned last time the only bug i had noticed was the one where um i tried to land and the landing mechanism thing didn't wouldn't engage and so i i bumped into the side of uh, the landing area and it fined me a bunch of of, of space credits so you know yeah, or that could just be crap. And there's a janitor that like runs out. And he's like, "What did you do?" Exactly. <laughs> who's gonna clean this up? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except he's except he's in a space suit. So who's gonna clean this up? So anyway, um, it's it. So I mean, you know, especially compared to um, uh, Arena Commander, I, I would have to say that they're. Although it's a full release, I mean, it's the actual final release. Yeah. So that's not a fair comparison, but. At least in my little universe, um, it's uh, it's less buggier than my um, than my fish mission fish missing um, uh, arena commander. So yeah, but it's all good, all good. So you got anything else, or uh, should we uh, should we get on uh, get on our holiday way? Um, I think that's pretty much it. I feel like I haven't been playing video games other than wow for the past like month (laughs) i think that's not uncommon for wow players (laughs) i know (laughs) it's not good (laughs) yeah Yeah, well it's you know i I think you you have to do it once you have to do it once yeah 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 Yeah, so i've I've got like five capped characters in guild wars 2 you know so i i feel like i've uh 
I've kind of you know done that journey. So yeah, I kind of wonder where they're going to take WoW because you know the level cap is 100 at this point. Mm-hmm. Do they keep do they keep going? I mean, is the next expansion going to be 110? I feel like 100 is a nice solid number. Maybe they just end there or something. Well, I mean, they they still have what 19 million subscribers? Is that what it is? Something like that? No, it's nine million. I think they're down to like seven, seven okay. million. And how or is it nineteen dollars a month? How much is it a month? Fifteen. Fifteen a month. So you know, you know, do the math. Seven million times fifteen. Yeah, there's still yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like no other MMO is even close to that game. Yeah, I mean, so I, I can't imagine I can't imagine they'd uh, they'd shut that off until it. Uh, until it drops a lot lower than that. Yeah, that's true. So, but I know what you, I know what you're saying. It's kind of like before um, Star Citizen and um, uh, you know Elite Dangerous were um, really gearing up. I thought you know, hey, maybe I'll give Eve a try. But then I thought you know, it's it's already been out for for I think it's been out for ten years too. And um, you know, so how much longer could that possibly last? But, you know, yeah, folks have a lot of uh, a lot of time and money invested in that game. So you know, as long as as long as people are still willing to do it, um, I guess it'll last until until they're not. Yeah, and I guess Blizzard just canceled development on their next MMO. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was codenamed Titan, I think. Right. Um, and they already spent like four years or something, and like twenty million dollars on it. And at first you're like, wow, they spent $20 million on a game and they just canceled it. Right. But then you realize that they make that in like a month and a half of WoW alone. So. <laughs> and that's all relative, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's like, so they in three months they, they make more than uh, Star Citizen has raised in, in two years. So, yeah. You know, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's... It's all One right. day we'll be there. We One will. One day Star Citizen will take over WoW and we'll be making... A hundred million every month. That's right. Horde in space. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be awesome. Don't miss it. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find me. I'm Gleep, and you can find me in the Those Guys with Ships Star Citizen organization. I'm on the subscriber forums, and I'm also on Twitter and Steam. And how to spell my name is in the show notes. So uh, check it out. You can find me at the only Jonto on Steam, Twitter, and on Star Citizen website. Uh, if you want to add me as a contact on there, um, you can find the show at theversecast at gmail.com and at versecast on Twitter, where you can uh, ask us questions, tell us what you liked about the show, anything you want. Um, you know, share some interesting links. Uh, you can also find us at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. We are those guys with ships, and we would be really happy to have you in our organization. Um, please search for Versecast in iTunes and give us a review, positive or negative, anything. We like a constructive criticism, uh, so uh, check us out there. Um, and then also, I keep forgetting to say this, but um, join us at HeroesTavern.com, yes. where we have forums, a uh, voice server, um, you know, it's just a great place for any kind of game you want to play. Um, but 
like I said, we have our own forums there. Um, we've been we've been chatting about some Star Citizen stuff with who was it? Who was that? Um, wasn't it X zero one? Wasn't he? Um, uh... No, it was Spaz. Spaz, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Spaz. He was uh, kind of ogling the. Uh, which call it? Oh yeah, did you see the um, the the mock-up he did of the Redeemer? He put the um, the freelancer uh, side guns on the on the the side of those lobster claws on the Redeemer. Oh, did he he did that? Yeah, yeah, he sort of mocked that up. It, lo- it looks sick. Yeah, I, I I would totally uh, I would totally Voyager direct that um, if they offered it for uh, my Redeemer. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you guys should totally uh, check us out there. Um, yeah, chat it up with us in the Star Citizen forums on HeroesTavern.com. Fantastic. All right, well, everybody, please have a happy and safe, most important, safe um, holiday season. We will be back on January 12th, um, and we hope you are too. So be safe so we can all get together and shoot at each other in Arena Commander. Yep, happy holidays, everybody. All right, until then, we will see you in the verse. Goodbye.